let's now talk to John Bird, who's the YNR Global Chief for Retail Marketing. John, good chatting to you. Hi. Hi, Ashraf. Very nice to talk to you too. Good. And, and why are you in South Africa? Tell me. Well, I'm here. I'm also here in the studio with uh, Dr. Sarah Britton, by the way, um, who's Hi, asked. Of course. Hi. How are you? Um, I'm here in South South Africa to um, open our new retail and shopper marketing agency called Lab Store, uh, which is YNR's global retail and shopper marketing network. So we're very excited to do that. All right. So, so what does that really mean? And I know Sarah's involved in that. She'd mentioned that to me a while back. Uh, you know, retail marketing, shopper marketing, I'm, I'm trying to understand what these buzzwords really mean. It's a good question, and there's a lot of complexity and confusion around shopper marketing, but it's pretty simple fundamentally. The world of marketing for the last 60 years has been dominated by consumer marketing, and that's inspiring customers to believe in a brand. You know, that's uh, television advertising, the kind of stuff that you've been talking about, for instance. Shopper marketing is instead all about inspiring shoppers to choose a brand. So consumer marketing is about making people aware of a product, uh, making them believe in that product. And retail and shopper marketing is about the pointy end, when you're actually standing at the shelf in a supermarket or hovering your, uh, your mouse over your screen about to make a purchase decision. So that's what we're all about, is, is uh, helping customers you know, make the right decision. Mm. All right. So, so how, how when, when your customer in this case is who the consumer? Because sometimes customer can be client, right? Oh yeah, sure. But no, no, no. We're talking about shoppers. I mean, that's ultimately what we're interested in is about understanding and influencing um, shopper behaviour. How, how is this going to change the the landscape versus what we have right now? Well, I think you know part of it is that the the whole landscape of retail is changing. I mean, as you said um, uh, at at the beginning of, of this discussion, there's a new retail reality, and we talk about that with Lab Store. We talk about a retail world that is globalizing, digitizing, polarizing, and personalizing. And if you you know if you look at that from a from a South African perspective, for instance, we're seeing more global brands come into this market. Uh, uh, and we're seeing, you know, generally retailers uh, move across the world. Digitization is very important, both in terms of the channels to market, so the way that you can buy things, the way that you can browse for things online these days, but also in terms of products themselves digitizing. Everything that can be being turned into bits and bytes is being done so. Polarization is about the market changing from, you know, extreme value, the shop rights of this world, through to, through to ultra-specialty. Uh, and the middle of the market disappearing. And personalization is about increasingly using data to personalize experiences for customers, anticipate their needs, and also customize products too. So there's this whole new retail reality uh, that marketers need, need to deal with, and that's something that we're really, really excited about. Um, you know, okay, one, so, so, so let me just interject. So yeah, a, yeah, whole, a whole new retail reality. Give me, you know, we're talking academically at the moment. Give me, sure, some, sure. Give me some examples of, 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 you know, so I can, listeners can understand what you're talking about. How will this change in terms of this new retail reality? Some anecdotes perhaps? Or yeah, for sure. Well, I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you a few. I mean, probably the one that we all know um, is Amazon, mm -hmm. um, which is, uh, you know, taking the world by storm in lots of ways in terms, terms of retail. Uh, and, you know, as, aside from that, of course, we're seeing uh, the rise of, of retail groups like Alibaba out of China, too, with they've got a site called Taobao, where there's a billion items listed for sale, and they sell 50,000 items a minute. And that kind of choice that you have access to online 
really changes the way that customers shop. But on, on a more basic level, um, I was at the old biscuit mill markets um, in Cape, Cape Town. Town. Yeah, lovely place. Oh, fantastic place. Absolutely fantastic place. And uh, we went into a brand new furniture store there. Um, and uh, wandered around having a look at the product, which was, which, was, which was wonderful. And the gentleman at the store said, I, I said, you know, I'm interested in this particular product. I said, how do you shop the store? He said, you take an iPad, and you take the iPad around the, around the store, and if you see something you like, you hover it over the, the, the code that's on, on the product, and it takes you to the site, and it gives you all the information about that particular product. That's one example about how retail's changing. The other one that we thought was really, really interesting yesterday is we were buying stuff. The lab store guys and I were in the old biscuit mill markets and we we bought something at a, at a stall uh, and instead of you know needing to run things, something through a cash register or whatever, the guy whipped out his mobile phone, plugged into that, uh, was a little point of sale device, um, uh, instantly paid for it. And then he had the ability, of course, post that, it was not only a really easy and enjoyable retail experience, but he has the ability after that to know who I am. He sent me the um, the receipt via email and then can communicate about, you know, the interesting products and services that he's selling going forward. Yeah, so those are the things that are, that are really, really changing. Um, uh, a, a couple of examples. And I think, uh, you know, one of the really exciting things I think about South Africa and Africa generally is that you're really at the forefront of that whole mobile revolution. In, in spite of, of broadband issues versus the rest. That's true. That's true. That is something that, ne that needs to, to catch up. But, you know, I think even some of the ways in which you're using uh, feature phones, you know, the more basic phones, the non-smartphones, moving money around the place and so on. I mean, to, to be quite honest, you're ahead in lots of ways of markets like uh, America, which is, which is where I live these days. Mm. All right. So, so in terms of, of the lab store, so I understand the official launch is what? It, it's happened. It's happening on Tuesday. Well, we just quietly opened a couple of months ago. Okay. Uh, Sarah and Caro and Brian uh, and have had a lot of success already, which is really, really exciting. But yes, now we're ready to make a bit of a noise about it. So on Tuesday in Johannesburg, we'll be um, having a glass of champagne and then getting straight back to work and um, in the business of understanding shoppers and, and working with our clients to, to do that better. So let's talk about then your, your team and, and, and how, if you're looking at this, this new shopper marketing concept, you've got to get the right team, certainly in South Africa. Now, now Sarah, I know, she's a regular guest on the show and regular contributor, and in my opinion, uh, public endorsement here, Sarah, one of the sharpest minds in the country, so there's no question about that, right? But, but talk to me from your side. I mean, getting the team together, getting the right people to execute. Yeah, look, critical. Uh, the, you know, I was very, very lucky. Um, we just happened to, there happened to be a meeting of minds. We happened to have the right people in the right place at the right time. Um, and uh, we had a phone conversation, I don't know, I guess it must have been three or four months ago, I suppose. And these guys at that time were out on their own, uh, running a very successful uh, shopper marketing business. And I said, I want you on my team, guys. Um, Sarah, as you say, she's a social media dynamo, and I think... Um, uh, increasingly as digital affects things it's fantastic to have somebody like Sarah who really understands what's going on uh, in that space uh, Brian Ferns terrific creative director uh, very smart guy and a strategic guy which I think is really important and more than anything else ridiculously passionate about retail and shopper marketing um, and Caro, uh, just a great account leader and, and business leader and I think you, you know in any 
marketing business, you need a great strategic brain, you need a business lead, and you need a terrific creative person. And these guys are already working really well together and, and, uh, and we'll build from that. All right, let's talk then about your clients in, in South Africa. I mean, who's already warm to, to what you want to do and what can we expect? Well, um, one of the ones that, w- that we love working with is uh, Tiger Brands and in, in specifically Koo. Um, I think you were involved in, in judging a t-shirt competition fairly recently with, with that one. Terrific, and I'm, I'm wearing the t-shirt, well not today, yesterday, <laughs> and, and a very really, really attractive winning t-shirt, I you, can tell you, yes. So I want one of those myself, actually. Yeah, Sarah, you ought to get me one. Yeah, we'll hook you up. Uh, we're working with, with Colgate, uh, which is a very exciting client because it's a, you know, it's a global client. Uh, and we're starting to do things in, in South Africa for those guys. Uh, the other one that we're, that we're really excited about is um, uh, as part of the YNR team, uh, we won some accounts from, uh, from Distel, which is the, uh, the, the big wine and, uh, and liquor company, Two Oceans, Niederberg and, and Drosdy Hoff. Uh, and there's nothing better than having a bit of alcohol in the business, actually. Um, and, you know, very fine brands, a, a, a great uh, South African uh, company, uh, and it allows us to do some really interesting things there as well. Unless the Minister of Health uh, gets through with his plan to uh, to have alcohol advertising banned in this oh, country. Well, well it will make what we do even more critical, and, and that's the space we play in. How, how, yes. how would you do that, Sarah? Well, you'd have to look at things like dark marketing. The the fact is that the product is available on shelf. It's available in a liquor store. So if you if you're forced to stop advertising above the line, it, it makes your in-store presence and your ability to have an ongoing conversation with your your customers that much more critical. And social media plays a huge and an incredibly important role in that because. It's one way to reach people, pull them into a conversation, and start building social CRM around that. Mm. So we see shopper marketing as very integrated into the entire path to purchase. It's not just about what happens in store. It's what happens before people get to store, the, the pre-store environment that, that John talks about okay. in his presentation. Interesting. I'm, I'm going to chat to Luke McCann from Google South Africa next, which I think is rather rather interesting in the light of what we're speaking about now. But either one of you can just answer this one here. The, the thought amongst people that... You know, social media, online trading is is a nice wish list, but I mean, clearly you can't build empires from that only, can you? Well, how would you respond to that? I oh, go on, Sarah. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're like this integrated team already. <laughs> uh, I I think that social media is part of the way we communicate anyway. And it's a massive missed opportunity if brands don't do it. it. It varies from category to category. So if you're in a highly emotive category where there's the consumption context, like, like for example, wine, where consumption context is really important and choice is massive at shelf level, you want to use every um, channel you have at your disposal to build an emotional connection with your brand so that by the time that person walks into the store and looks at this massive choice, you've help them manage choice that that emotional relationship is one of the things that we like to call the why not nudge which uh, is a concept we we came up with during our, our pitch to distill sometimes it's the little things that push us in in one direction or another and the product that ends up in your basket it's not necessarily about having a, a massive moment of revelation and having to to search your soul as to whether you should buy it for some categories the the level of consideration is really small oh that looks nice um i already know this brand i like it it makes me feel good about myself it brings meaning to my life i'm going to buy it 
So that it's, it's also understanding how shopper marketing interacts with the social and the digital depending on the category. And yes, you, you, you are right about the, the role of above the line media and, and what we can use social media for and what we can't. I, I remember speaking at a conference at Vienna earlier this year and one of the other speakers was uh, from France and he was talking about how when TV advertising on its own runs it's he said 25 percent impact and he, he didn't quantify that but the number was 25 percent he said if you amplify that with social media the impact goes up to 31 percent mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. social media can work incredibly well with above the line in amplifying the impact but unless you marry that to the in-store experience, you're probably not going to get the ROI you're looking for. And I'll hand over to John to talk about some of those ROI figures he shares with us because it's, it, there, there's real right. monetary value to this. John, John, do that. That's the last thing we can talk about. So maybe in a minute, the ROI figures that are really convincing. Tell me about that. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we've got some figures, uh, again, out of the, um, uh, the United States that just show when you embrace what's called the full path to purchase. So, you know, you do your advertising, you do your pre-store, you do your in-store, you do everything. And as you say, it's not just one thing or the other, it's the, it's the, the total effort. You get a 21% better return on investment than if you'd just done pre-store on its own or in-store on, on its own. So increasingly that's, you know, we need to think about the whole consumer marketing and shopper marketing together. Okay, that's how we're going to leave it. I'll tell you what, we'll certainly discuss this uh, lots more in the future as, as this particular plan or mission uh, is, is unveiled and, and makes what well, it has been, but certainly makes a bigger impact than it already has in the, in the, in the months ahead. Sarah Burton, first, thanks for your time once again as uh, most appreciated. And John Baird, the YNR Global Chief for Retail Marketing, speaking to me from uh, the Cape Town studio. Appreciate your time, John. Thank you so much, Ashraf. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure.